on the crosstalk on WIZM. Al, thanks. Uh, thanks for that tip. I, I do that all the time. Mike, put cheese curds in the microwave for two to three seconds. They're squeaky just like creamery fresh. I do that all the time. I put cheese curds on a panini sandwich and smush them. Oh, you know, don't get me going on food. It's going to drive me crazy. Or I'm going to have to change the whole topic of conversation with uh, Rachel King from the health department about eating too much delicious food. Rachel, good morning. Thanks for talking with us. Good morning, Mike. Thanks for having me. You and, had... you know, I would talk about food any day, too. But... Well, yeah. yeah, but I'll bet you're not as overweight as I am. So, so uh, you know, it's a conversation I'll have with myself in the mirror every single day. In the meantime, <laughs> yesterday you talked about all kinds of health issues, none of them COVID-related. How refreshing was that? It was actually really refreshing. And, you know, when it comes to COVID, we can't ignore what's been happening these last few years. So our conversation, while not talking about COVID, brought it up a few different times to say this has been a really big impact over the last few years. Um, We had a really great chance to talk to our community um, a few nights ago. We just brought everybody in and said, hey, we've got a couple different health priorities that we're looking at, and we want to know how we can address them in the next five years. We're coming up with a big plan, and we want to make sure we have as much community input as possible. Um, So we brought people in, and then we talked about uh, behavioral health, so that's mental health and substance use. Um, We talked about a healthy environment relating to food and physical activity and our housing, Um, and we also talked about access to care. And then we asked everybody in the room, you know, what is driving these different health concerns? Tell us what you can. And so did you hear anything that made you think, huh, never thought of that? Yeah, there were some things that we've heard before, but also some really great conversation about what is underlying these different health conditions. And so when it comes down to it, people were talking about um, the cost of different things or the stigma that's underlying why we're maybe not reaching out for different health health services or talking about our own mental health. Um, We talked about chronic stress a lot, um, and that ties back to, you know, the livable wage or maybe there's language and cultural barriers. So there was a lot of really good information we talked about. And, you know, everybody at the meeting was really focused on solutions that we can use to address the cause of these different health concerns. Well, and a lot of those issues can uh, can really fall into the whole conversation of the homeless community that we have because uh, mental health and substance abuse and homeless or uh, easy access to housing, food, and uh, physical activity and the homeless, access to care, affordable health care, and the homeless all have a, have a connection. Yeah, absolutely. I think you're totally point on with that one. When it comes to our unsheltered population, we're really concerned about all of those different issues with them. And I would also say that, you know, there are people out there who um, are living with low income. There are people who are experiencing different discriminations in our community. And so when we talk about these issues, we're trying to take from all these different vantage points so we can understand how to improve health for all of our residents, including those we just talked about. I I interviewed uh, a doctor earlier this week who founded a company uh, that is, in essence, concierge medicine, uh, partly because I I thought it important that people understand that concierge medicine is not health care for the wealthy. In fact, he said that the vast majority of uh, his his clients are not wealthy, in fact, fall at, at or below 
a, a minimum wage in the communities that he serves. He is from Texas. Uh, is that something the St. Clair Health Mission comes to mind? And there, there are plenty of low-cost uh, health uh, avenues that, uh, that people can take. Should there be more of that? You know, I think that's an interesting point, because when we talk about our access to care, it always comes back to the conversation about not that we don't have a lot of great providers in the area, but what are we doing to make sure that those providers are affordable for people who need them? And so, you know, it's interesting that you bring up the concierge service, and um, a lot of people, when we talk about the barriers, also mention um, transportation as being an issue or child care and trying to make sure that your kids have somewhere to go if you need an appointment. And so I think that there's a lot of different things that tie back into what makes access to care something that our, our residents are struggling with. Sure. And are there uh, groups that are trying to meet those needs like the St. Clair Health Mission or, uh, you know, I, I'll, if I start making a list, I'll leave somebody off and I don't want to do that. But affordable uh, health care is something that can happen. And if that location, wherever it is, also has in mind that their clients may be bringing their children that need something to do while I'm while the doctor is meeting with mom or the nurse meeting with mom or dad they may have that option covered as well is that kind of a changing avenue for lots of healthcare providers I mean, I think it could be. I think that what we're focused on next is looking to find those solutions. And so we're trying to be creative in in the ideas that we come up because we want to make sure that we're addressing whatever is underlying that that big health concern. Because we can talk about mental health and um, access to care all day and maybe come up with a slew of ideas. But until we really address what's coming underneath that issue of being able to access care or being able to access mental health services or even talking about the stigma related to it. We really have to go to the root of the problem. Many of uh, the listeners that are uh, tuned into this program right now in our conversation have a job, have health insurance, and those issues are not a real problem for them. Uh, Some kind of a problem, but not the same as I have no insurance. So finding access to health care for those individuals is still something doable without turning health care upside down, isn't it? I think that you're right. I think that we've also heard, though, on the other hand, is that um, people with health insurance are still struggling to be able to afford access. So I think that there's going to be some barriers on all avenues. And so we are really aware that in our in our county, specifically in La Crosse County, we do have actually a fairly good number of people who have health insurance. So our coverage rates for insurance are actually um, lower for those who are uninsured than the rest of the state. So we're doing really well. Um, but I think what we're kind of talking about here is um, what are the barriers that still exist, even if you have health insurance, or even if you feel like you're covered to some extent, what's kind of stopping you from picking up the phone or getting to the doctor or to your dental care or to your mental health provider. Sure. So, yeah, I think that's what we're kind of talking about. And, you know, on Tuesday, we had that really valuable conversation with our community to understand more what our residents are experiencing day to day. So, and the more we talk about it, the more we shed some light on these issues and, and hopefully we can start to address them so everybody can have a healthier community. Right. And that's my uh, my last question. I'm, I'm way out of time. But now that you've heard all those concerns and you will be shedding light on some solutions, uh, when do you hope to get back together with these uh, providers and and uh, people involved in the community that can actually offer some help. Is that something on the horizon? 
Yeah, we've actually got something planned tomorrow for our partners in the community to talk more about some of these actionable steps that we can move forward with. And then over the next couple of months, we're putting together a plan with those partners as well so that we can make sure we're addressing these issues that we've now heard more about. Surpler. Uh, Rachel, I hope you won't mind that I'll, I would love to get back in touch here on a more regular basis because what you guys are doing uh, at the health department to help the community, the rich ones, the poor ones, the homeless ones, is awesome. And I think you need... I think you need more of a spotlight on what you guys are doing. 